podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. No. Enemies close to me, Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? Stop I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm sorry. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. Welcome to Rodri Giggs on Football. And uh, we are here to talk all things football. I've had to switch to my phone very quickly because uh, my computer just went kapoot. But uh, that's fine. You're on the fly. Oh, no. It's all good, mate. I've gone a bit Blair Witch here. Uh, What's that, mate? I've gone a bit Blair Witch. Is it? Blair Witch Project. What's it called? The Blair, the Blair Witch. Yeah, Blair Witch Project, isn't it? I'll sort it out now. It's, uh, it's don't know what, what it's doing. But um, it's all good, mate. Uh, I'm joined by ex-Salford City, ex-FC United, ex-Banger City, and a range of other clubs. Mr. Rodri Giggs, how are you, my friend? You good? And future Super Six 2024 champion. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good. I'm glad to hear that, mate. Um, I ain't rising to no bait this evening, so it's all no, no bait, no bait to be rising. There's loads to talk about, mate. Loads Play to talk about. So. Carry on. So much to talk about that I almost feel like I haven't got room and space to discuss other things, which is unfortunate. But we've got a lot. We've got a lot of space to fit between me and you on that league. A lot of space. I forgot it this week, mate. In mid midweek was a shambles. Just completely forgot. Absolutely, I'm proud. But carry on. But yeah, I, get, I felt sorry for you, mate, because you, I battered you so badly the last two seasons that it just it almost felt humiliating for you. But there we go. Um, with the Charity League, of course, we've got to do the updates, no matter how badly it's gone for me this week. But uh, starting with the Fantasy Premier League, we had both James Breen and ex-Cardiff City legend Cohen Griffith come join top this week. Uh, and in the Super Six, Super Six, we've had two rounds since the last show. Carl Roach has won both of them. Uh, but how are myself and Rodri getting on? I hear you scream. Uh, the Super Six, I scored a massive six points this week because I forgot the midweek one, leaving me on 281, whereas Rodri scored a whopping 19, uh, 8 and an 11, 
me leaving him on 322 points, which is a 41 point gap, which is only two weeks for me, really. And that's <laughs> easy peasy. Well, have you ever got 20 points in the Super Six ever? Many times. Many oh, yeah, times. yeah, when. But uh, the Fantasy Premier League, I'm making a bit of a comeback, sort of. You beat me by four points this this week. So I'm just going to, with that, I'm just going to look at the weekly scores and ignore the 168-point gap in the Fantasy League. But as we know, I kind of... What is the phrase? Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Yeah. I won't glow. I'm not that type. But, yeah. yeah, of course. That's all I've had is text messages and GIFs. But there we go. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games, mate. I um, we have got loads to talk about, and uh, later on we're gonna rank our top ten worst Premier League signings of all time. And um, if we can't agree on any, then we'll leave it to the people to pick one from our list. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting one. Before we get to that excitement, mate, um, there's lots to discuss. Obviously, we've had the FA Cup this week. We've had Rashford. He made us. First, he did an article and a statement. Then he did an interview. Um, This is. I saw a post which kind of made me think, and I want to put this question to you, David Beckham. Right, this post. I'm paraphrasing it. This post, but David Beckham was hated by everyone except Man United fans. At one point, he had effigies of him being hung, songs about his wife. All sorts of horrific shit, like to the point where when he played for England, he was getting uh, when he got fouled, England fans were cheering. That's how bad it was for him. And do you know what he did? He got his head down, kept his mouth shut, worked hard, and did his talking on the football pitch. And the person who put this post up basically said, like, over the last whatever many seasons, five seasons, when Rashford has had these dips. How many of these kind of statements and stories and responses have we had instead of him doing his talking on the pitch? Do you agree with that? Or do you think, like, where do you stand on it? Yeah, it's just it's just to keep his mouth shut and do his chat on the pitch because he's not playing very well, is he? With the David Beckham thing, you know, he had very good characters around him. He had a great manager who backed him, who told him that he had fans that every time he got the ball, they cheered, they just drowned out the So he, he, was, he was up by one day, and he was protected him. And um, yeah, he never fetched him, but he never fetched him for one bit. And he had good people around him. Carrots in the chest of me and the grip hold and say what you're doing. Yeah. Or even yeah. say or even say work hard on the pitch. Because he's just not good enough. It's just not. No matter what fucking shit he comes out with, it's just not good enough. You're not working. I don't think I've ever seen Marcus Rashford come off a pitch like just dead from tap for the exhaustion. No, he's yeah, well, I think in particular this season has been like it's irritating, obviously, because I don't care. I don't care about the money. I don't care about all the other stuff. He's all that's all bollocks. But um, he's got that from being a good footballer and producing. But no, he's not producing at the minute, and it's just his work rate for me. The quality yeah. will come because he's got because he's got quality. But if you are not working hard, 
the team, we can see it. No matter what you say, what people say or what you say, I can see it with my own eyes. You're not working hard enough. You're lazy and you, it's like, you, it's it's beyond, it's, it's beneath you. Sprinting and running after the ball. You can't get hold of the ball. You don't create chances for yourself. You don't create chances for anyone else. You know, do, can I go, should I go on? It's just yeah. not good enough. Yes, I had a good season last year, but you know, as well as I do, as well as he does, that when you're playing for Manchester United, it's week in, week out, year in, year out. Not, oh, I'll have one good year and then I'll have another bad two years and, oh, contract's coming up. Yeah, that sort me head out. It's just not good enough. It's yeah, boring it's, now, it's boring. It's an interesting one, mate, because there's no doubt he has got the ability and the quality. But you, no matter what he says and what anyone says, what Ten Hag says, what anyone tells me, I don't care anything of, like what people say, I can see with my own eyes his body language this season and his work rate this season hasn't been there and his, his body language has been off. He looks like he's... Oh, I want. What I want to know, who put him up to that flipping little video? Who made him do that? What a donut. Mate, yeah. shut your mouth and work hard on the pitch. And do you know and what? Everything else will figure itself out like it usually does. Otherwise, you're going to get a target on your back because you're on a lot of money. People are starving out here and, and you're just not working hard enough for a, a chunk of money that, that people don't get in a lifetime and you're getting in a week. So... Just work harder, that's all I ask. People ask for you. When you went at Manchester United, it's a pride for playing to Manchester United. You want to leave, go somewhere else, you're only going down there. Manchester United is, is arguably the biggest club in the world, and it's his hometown club, and he's just not working out. Another Man United players are saying it now, coming out and saying it publicly. No, it's none, we don't care about the jewelry or the cars. That's, that's, that's media nonsense. It's on the pitch. What are you doing on the pitch? It's not good enough. You know, he's 26. He's not a young kid. Yeah. And I think the other side of it as well is like, you can all, we can all see it. And I'm, I'm saying, but with you, mate, I don't really give a shit about the football. And I think they get so much shit. Like, there was a thing about him having a parking ticket the other day. Like, but you're right. There's, there's people out there starving. There's people working 50 hours a week and more for very very little money just to put food on the table or pay the bills and then you see him kind of sulking and wandering about and it's like come on mate you can't you can't deny that his body language has been off and i thought it was interesting alan shearer pointed out his body language in the fa cup tie and he even tried to protect him a little bit by saying oh he was making the runs and the ball didn't come and now his body language has changed. But so then sometimes they don't come. Keep yeah. doing it. Keep doing it. Not oh, his ball not come to me. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not running. Forget it. I'm taking my ball home. What are we talking about here? Professional football. So the ball that comes to him, so he has a big fucking win. This is what I'm talking about. That these United players are mentally weak. All of them, mostly all of them, mentally weak. Do you know the other thing as well, mate? Was and what is so weird about this statement and this uh, video, right, is that before Hoyland got injured, I thought Rashford put together probably two or three performances off the left 
where his body language looked better, his performance looked better, he worked harder, and he was getting the rewards. He picked up a couple of goals, he got a couple of assists. He was on the left, Garaccio on the right, hurling through the middle, and they looked settled. But needs much. Oh, you've got to go, you've got to do a job to for your, You've got to do a job for your team because you sent the forwards out, and you're the only yeah. recognisable centre forward that's played them for and done it before. And exactly so, that, do a fucking job for us. Don't whinge and moan and, and mope about. I don't want to play Imagine Rooney sulked. Imagine sulked every time he got changed position to accommodate someone else. Like, you think of where Rooney played. Left, central, right, midfield, wherever, mate. Like, a lot of people did it. A lot, of people, a lot of people did it. A lot of players done it over the years for Manchester United. That's what you do for your team. It's not all about you, you, you. It's T-E-A-M, team. That's what's important first, team. You come after that. So question, I've seen a lot of comments, people are not really buying it at all, and a lot of people saying, it's not just this season. Yes, he had a good season last year, but the season before, they nearly sold him to PSG because he was shite. Yes, the season be- the season before that, I think he scored 20 goals. Like, he's been very... Where's Benny McCarthy gone? Where's the super striker coach from last year when he was firing all these goals? Where's he now? And he's got five goals. Mm. Kid scored five goals in one game a couple of days ago. He scored five goals in in a whole season. Mate, come on. He's better than that. Where's Benny gone? I want to know where Benny McCarthy's gone because he was, you know, he was falling in the limelight last year when he's flying him in. Where's he now? What's going on now, Benny? <laughs> so, just uh, lastly on Rashford, if PSG come in with eighty million in the summer, you sell him? I don't. I really, really think about it because you need to get these players out. They need to need to get these old players that are still there out. Get them out. Lindelof. When you say that, do you mean the, the the mentality, like the weak mentally ones, the ones that crumble? Yeah, yeah. So let's very quickly run through. Then I'm just going to try and name the ones who've been there a while. Luke Shaw, Sal, or keep? No, I'd keep him. Uh, Lindelof, out gone. Get him. Go Maguire. You look at that goal, Lindelof, that the second goal for Fulham, and yeah. you look where Lindelof is. He doesn't move. From the, he's, he's in the left wing where the throw, where we've got the throwing. The ball goes over his head, and instead of running back, he just stands there watching it. And then when the ball starts getting about ten yards from the box, he thinks, "Oh shit, I better start running back." Okay, uh, Maguire. Yeah. Keep. Yeah. No. Go. 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 Um, you, you can get money from Maguire now because he's done well. Yeah. Yeah. Played well, but you can still get rid. He's still not good enough for Manchester United. No, he's still United, get rid. Um, so there's, 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 there's 60 mil. Yeah, Varane. Hmm. Can't get rid of them all. So, you know, I'll keep Varane for another year. Um, then you've got on the right, you've got Wambasaka and Delot. Wambasaka, gone. But you'd keep Delot. He's been yeah. good this year, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in the midfield, you've got McTomney. I'd see what the offers are worth. If you get a bit better off, bit a good offer. Because, yeah. The reason why I think there's a chance they keep McTomney is he can do a range of roles 
and he he's just like that Phil Neville type. Yeah, I would keep him. I would keep McTominay for, for what he's done this year alone. Um, obviously, Maynu, I'm assuming you'd keep Casemiro. Keep for another year. Okay. Um, Bruno. Um, see, it's difficult. I, I would not sell him, but I would take the captain off him because he's not a captain. He's a terrible captain. Um, then you've got Rashford. No, I, I don't know. It's another one up in the air. Um, obviously, Garnacho, I'm assuming you keep. Yeah. Same with Hoyland. Hoyland um, obviously, Martial's out of contract. I'm assuming you gone. gone. Interesting. Uh, Johnny Evans, gone. See, I'd keep Johnny Evans for another year, me mate. Fuck off, Fuck off. He's been all right. He's been one yeah, of the best players. Right. Yeah, yeah, great. No, I get rid of him. You don't need a player that's just been relegated from the Premier League. No, you need to be going forward, mate, not backwards. Thanks, John. You've done really well, but no thanks. Fair enough. Fair enough, mate. Um, and then lastly, uh, on Man United, did you see the bit at the end with the Forest player uh, choking Bruno? Yeah. Like, and then you looked back. I thought it was much, 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 much more aggressive, nasty, whatever you want to call it. Didn't get a yellow card for it. Didn't even get it, and he went to VAR, mate. And it was much more aggressive than the Casemiro one. And I think this is the problem which all fans have got with VAR is the consistency is non-existent. Mm. It's a real, real problem, mate. Because I thought, like, the video when the video looks worse than the still image. There's an issue. When, you, when you've got to punch the guy's hand off your throat, yeah, then that says a lot of it. Yeah, and like, yeah, you could see. And do you know what, mate? I know this seems like a bit of an exaggeration, but do you know why I think he punches his arm away, like in why? the way he does. It's because he's grabbing him by the windpipe with his fingers. Yeah, and he kind of leaves it, and he doesn't react because he knows what he's trying to do. He's trying to get a reaction, isn't he? To, yeah. get, to get him said he wants him to put his head forward or whatever and then he'll fall over like he's been headbutted but <laughs> but like you know it's the oldest trick in the game isn't it but yeah. where he's squeezing his windpipe with his court his uh fingertips he's kind of like he's left it for a minute and nothing's you know he hasn't let go and he's then he's had to like he's had to punch his hand away and to to, to not see a yellow card for that mate at least like it's a red for me because i've seen casemiro get sent off for you know, doing that is yeah. mental, yeah. mate. But this is the issue with VAR, mate. Look, the consistency. Um, Paul Pogba, mate. Um, so Paul Pogba has been banned for four years after failing a drugs test and then failing the second test as well. Um, he made a statement saying he's going to appeal it, fight it. He's never taken anything knowingly, and seemingly a lot of his peers are on his side. There was a lot of uh, former teammates and th people like this sticking up for him in his in the comment section of his of his statement and stuff like that. I watched a video of Pogba today, uh, like clips of his time at United, like the, when he came back. And you know what, mate? I don't think he's as bad as people made out. Like I don't think he was as bad as people made out for United. There was points when he was in the Mourinho season when he was captain before Mourinho stripped him and all that. Like he was pretty flipping good for United um, and they were flying at times but as is with Mourinho he falls out with everyone 
And I think the big issue for Pogba is he couldn't stay fit to get that quality week in, week out for United. In terms of wasted talent, mate, um, like his natural ability and his talent, compared to some of the players we've seen over the years who haven't quite achieved what they should have, obviously he's a World Cup winner. So you know, he has achieved, he's achieved a great deal in the game. But has he like is he up there with maybe some of these kind of wasted talents who didn't achieve what they could have? Because I think he's that he could have been that good. He could have been. He's still still pretty good. He won the World Cup. It was a big spearhead of that team. You remember that team talking in the final? You see him. Mm. So yeah, it's just could have been like world, world, world class. Where you know he could have been. He was world class on his day. Like I say, he wasn't consistent enough, especially at Manchester United. He'd have his moments, but yeah. With his ability, shouldn't he have been in the same conversation as your Messi's and your Ronaldo's? And yeah, should have been. But well, he's not. Size shitty computer has gone again, and what was it? There's obviously he's very very clearly saying side of it sorted. What? Um, the, when the legal side sorted, he said he'll. Uh... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right, now you keep, I can hear the start, and then you dig it out. There's more to it. Uh, four years. Sorry, mate. Um, so effectively, he says there's more to it. There's a legal side, and he can't talk about it. But um, he is going to fight it and etc. But they give a four-year ban for people. That's like the maximum you can get is four years for a positive test, which would intimate that they think he's done it intentionally. He's you know he's he's used performance-enhancing drugs to to cheat or to to recover from an injury like where do you sort of stand with it i don't know the ins and details you know i've not really read into it to be totally honest mm. but um yeah my on my my thoughts it probably they've appealed it's a it's a hefty ban my thoughts that the ban would probably be reduced and then um yeah they'll both be happy a couple of years or you know Instead of four years, which is a long time, but you know, I don't know the details, mate. So, yeah, it's very, very, very stupid to do it at this time of his life. You know, mature, father, experienced to make that stupid mistake would be very, very silly. So, I, I find it hard to believe that, that he's done it, but we'll have to wait and see and see how it plays out. Yeah, it'd be crazy, mate. Like, he's 30 years old. It's effectively his career over if the band stands. Um, 
So obviously, you know, it'll be an no, not necessarily. You say four years and he's 30. He's 34. It's a long play. time to not play, though, isn't it? Oh, it is, but, you know, if he keeps himself fit, uh, keeps himself relatively fit, he can still play for another four years in America, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. yeah, so it's a very interesting one, mate. Um, I'm going to switch over to my phone, mate, in a minute. Um, but just before I do, um, talk to me a little bit about the FA Cup draw. Obviously, United got Liverpool. United also have Man City on the weekend. It could be a brutal few weeks for United fans, or it could be also, you know, some of the best weeks. Where do you see it going? Oh, I don't see it going, going well. We're a totally different team without the players that we've got missing. Totally different team. So, um, with Shaw out and with Hoyland, we have got zero chance on Sunday. Zero chance. Especially with, maybe Rashford turns up and has a game of his life. It wouldn't surprise me. But, uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it at all. Yeah, I've seen a, f- a few of my United mates have kind of intimated that they're going to go and play golf or they're going to... Yeah, I always, always play golf on Sunday anyway. It's Winter League, so I'm finished by half four, so I'll, I'll, I'll be out to watch it. So, Is there any um, way that Ten Hag can come up with like a master plan? So, against Liverpool... He's he's, he can first. come up with a plan. It's, yeah, he can, yes, he can come up with a plan, but can the players implicate it? Yeah, well, this is it, isn't it? What would, what side? Uh, very oh, interesting. It, implicate it, implement it. So, yeah. Uh, um, yes, it might surprise us, but no, can't, can't see it, especially after watching them against Lewin. Yeah, here's a quick, quick one for you then. If you're the manager, right, and Hoyland is out, and Shaw is out, and Martinez is out, right? So they're the only three main players which are out. Tell me, like, a side that you would play to try and win the game and negate City's qualities. Maybe something a bit different from the norm. What would you come up with? Maybe McTomney up front or a youngster? Like, what could you... What would you think that he could do differently to try and... Well, he could do what you just said. He could, he could do his normal team. Well, say his normal team. Whatever back four he goes with. But then he could obviously go with uh, Mainu, uh, Casemiro, Bruno, Rashford on the left, Ganacho on the right, and McTominay as a false nine. So, he, yeah, he could do that. McTominay who's played centre-forward in his early age. So, he could do that. And then, But... I'm, I'm for Rashford and Ganacho to allow them to be a bit bit higher. But, uh, yeah, it's still... Yeah. In that Even game that United... Um, you know the game last year when United came back to win 2-1 towards the end of the season? Yeah. Um, United actually looked at their most dangerous when Bruno was the furthest central player forward and... They could switch him, yeah. Bruno, with the wide players, and they just hit him on the break in the wide areas. Do that as well. Bruno could be the false nine, and Matomini in there. Matomini can get your goals, but Bruno's more busy. He can run about more, getting better areas, better on the ball. 
So probably Bruno would be the the better choice because you know he's better on the ball, mm. in, even in difficult areas where McTominay's not. No. <laughs> the other side, the other side of it is like Kyle Walker and and the the City fullbacks. They do push forward. So if you've got Ganacho and you've got Rashford in the wide area, well, they won't be able to do that. Then would they? They won't be able to push forward. Well, if they did, then it's leaving leaving them short because if they've got uh, four in the middle there, I'm sure John Stones will be in there as well. So yeah, it could leave two on two sometimes. Yeah, it, could, it could be. This, it could be a flipping bat- basketball match, but if it is, you know, I think, I think I'd be betting on Manchester City. So, be a tight affair, I should imagine. You'd hope a nice, tight affair. And if United catch on the break, that's the only way they're going to get it, really. Yeah. Isn't it mad, though, how much United miss Kobe Maynard? Do you think it's yeah. absolutely incredible? Like, well, you miss Casemiro when, when he went off. In the in the week, so yeah. um, them two together, they uh, complement each other. But yeah, when one of them leaves, they they look, they look isolated. So, but I thought, um, do you know, you, you mentioned Amrabat not being up to it. I thought he second half when he got to grips with the pace of the game and stuff. I thought he actually was a big part of United controlling the game a bit more, where he was pushing into midfield and his passing was better. I think they'll play him a fullback until Shaw is better, like is until Shaw's fit. Unless he plays that young lad, I can't imagine that he's going to chuck a 16, 17 year old in for his debut against Man City. So it's either going to be Lindelof or Amrabat, at, you know, on the one side and Delo on the other side. Personally, I'd go with Amrabat simply because he pushes in and gives you that extra midfielder to kind of try and make it more difficult for City to play through. But, look, City are very, very good. And Man United have not been consistent whatsoever. And more more games than not, United have been so open. Like you say, like you, about like a basketball. I mean, they can't be that tomorrow. So they won't be. They can't they be. Can. Well, no. they if, if they concede an average of 17 shots per game, United... If you concede 17 shots against City on Sunday, it will be a cricket score. Like, they they have to do something different. So, it is what it is, I suppose, but I'm interested. Um, right, before we do our top 10 worst Premier League signings of all time, Eric Dyer has triggered a deal that will end his Spurs career and he is now going to sign for Bayern Munich on a perfect uh, permanent deal. Harry Kane's out here doing favours for his mates, isn't he? Oh. I can't be- just I'm sh- shocked by it in some ways because I think Eric Dyer has been quite poor the last couple of seasons. But it's, it's not it's not the Premier League, is it? No, it's true. It's very true. It's it's not the same. He's still, still a technically good footballer, isn't he? Technically a Premier League footballer, so. Yeah, I suppose he's good on the ball, isn't he? England international, played in World Cups, Euros, experienced. So, sure, he could, you know, play by Munich where, you know, they're mostly got the ball, doesn't really have to do much. Yeah, and I think as well, he's probably been signed, as I mentioned, like that Phil Neville character earlier about McTominay. Can so play midfield, can play centre yeah. 
yeah, he's probably been signed as that utility player who can plug a few holes, I suppose. And you do need those squad players, mate, ultimately. You, know? yeah. you need those. Uh, yeah. Can't live without them, as they say. Um, right. <clears throat> Before we do our... Well, which way round do you want to do it? Do you want to do the Super 6 predictions first, or do you want to do the top 10 worst signings of all time? Whichever, whichever one you want. Super 6 is a sore subject in a minute for you, so I'll just get out of the way for you. Yeah, go on, we'll do our uh, predictions. Have you got the games up? Yeah. Go on then. Uh, first game is Nottingham Forest versus Liverpool. Oh, that'll be three. Is it at Forest? Yeah. Uh, 3 1 to Liverpool. I've gone 2 1 Liverpool. Okay. Spurs at Crystal Palace. No, Sp Crystal Palace at Spurs. Uh, 2-1 to Spurs. I've gone 3-1 Spurs. Chelsea at Brentford. Oof. Oh. 2-1 two, Chelsea. I've gone 3-2 Chelsea. Interesting. Luton at home to Aston Villa. I've gone 2-1 Luton. One all. That's that's one way you can get your points back. You should have gone Villa, but never mind. I'm sure you'll change it. Burnley at home to Bournemouth. Uh, 2-1 to Bournemouth. I've got 2-1 as well. Uh, Manchester City at home to the mighty Manchester United. 3-1 City. I've gone 3-1 City as well. So I'm going to change that to 4-1. Oof. No, in fact, I'm going to change to 2 1. Resubmit. Boom. Done. Right then. That gives you a chance. I'll give you a chance there. I've been a bit sloppy there. But, I, you know, I'm feeling generous because it's, what is it, 41 points? Yeah, so I'm being very generous there. Right, well, what can I say? What a gentleman. We want to keep it, we want to keep it close for the viewers. It's still going to be like a, a it's just like a romping, isn't it? Well, it's been like that for two seasons, mate, isn't it? So it doesn't make any yeah, difference. Yeah, you know what I mean? I never really got involved with it. It was just like, in and yeah. out. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm fully engaged. Yeah, that's it. You haven't been trying before, have you? And now you are. Oh, miles away, mate. Oh, miles away. Miles. So, um, we'll start at 10 and we'll work our way down to the worst. Because obviously, we might not agree on all of them. So, um, Number 10 on my list is Fernando Torres, but from Liverpool, Liverpool to Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, I just think like, it didn't work out. I know he did win a couple of trophies there, but he was never, ever the same player that he was at Liverpool, you know, for that amount of money and, and the rest of it, all things considered. Um yeah, just Fernando Torres to, to Chelsea is my number 10. Um, have you got any uh, which you'd like to offer as a better, better thing my, for number my 10? Number, my number 10. So many to choose from, isn't there? Yeah. I'm going to go Angel uh, Di Maria. Yeah, yeah. That's a fair shout. Yeah. 
Bangalore game. Fire though, wasn't he, for three months, and then yeah, for three months. He paid seventy million quid for him. They did get their money back through him though, didn't they? So I suppose yeah. there's that. Yeah. Um, and then, so so number nine, I've gone with um, Danny Drinkwater from Leicester to Chelsea because that move basically ruined his career. Like, being honest, he's never been the same. He, Chelsea got nothing out of him. It was, I just think it's, yeah, poor. And uh, that's my number nine. I think it speaks for itself, in, in all honesty. It, it ruined his career, mate, really. Well, I'm going to go with Chelsea, but I'm going to go, I'm torn between Scott Parker or, or Steve Sidwell. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Sidwell's a good shout, man. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, mate. That's a shout. That is Sidwell. He's uh, that was a poor one. <laughs> I got one. I got one. I, there's so many to choose from, mate. Um, here's one for you then. What about uh, another Chelsea one? What about that keeper from they signed from Atletico Bilbao? It was like a record fee, wasn't it? 71.8 million. Yeah, Kepa. And he refused to come off in a cup final when the manager tried to sub him. Like, regardless of whether you get on with the manager. The manager tells you you're coming off. You're coming off, isn't it? Like you can't be refusing to come off in a cup final, no less. Absolutely, absolutely. But no. I thought, hang on. No, that, I don't know. Wouldn't the ref have said, "No, you've got to go off"? Like if the manager says you're coming off and your number comes up. No, no. He says I'm not going off. Then I want to on red. He's a shout, man. So I think I'd have it. He'll be my number eight, mate, because he was. Freaking awful for that, like that much money as well. Definitely having him in there. Um, was absolutely poor to say the least. Uh, so who you got number eight? Number eight, number eight. So you're uh, doing yours on the fly, you so you got to have a, have a think. No, I'm not doing it on the fly, I'm just thinking. Uh... Is Anthony on your list? No, because I still think he could come good, but it's not top ten work. No, because I still think he could come good because he's got, you know, he's got to understand this kid. He's only twenty-two. Mm. He's come to a foreign country. He's been accused of rape or whatever he got accused of. Um, he's not. Had a, he had a good start, but then it's tailed. He's quick, but he just needs. To, yeah, I think he could come good. He could, but then he, he, he could be sold. But see, some people saying he should play left back on Saturday. Yeah, I, I was thinking that, thinking to say that, but he's too uh, erratic. Just mm. too many touches. I definitely. If he's going to play, if he's going to if he plays for United, I would much rather see him play as a left winger. If they do, if they, 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 could, they could put him as a left. Uh, wing, wing back, but that just puts the team out kilt on that. There's no forwards who's the no. two forwards going to be, yeah. So that's not going to happen, but um, yeah. So, number eight, you got I'm going to go with Rubinho to City, yeah. That was their first, like, uh, yeah, but it was shocking. Sign your money, yeah. It was shocking, though. It he was big, big, though. But that was the first one, wasn't it? When the when the, the yeah. owners took over, that was like their marquee. Yeah, he was minging. Absolutely shockingly bad. Um, so uh, number seven. Oh, 
difficult. So this one was a difficult one. Initially, I had um, Andre Shevchenko in there from for Milan to Chelsea for forty million, but I've actually gone with um, Nicolas uh, Pepe from Lille to Arsenal. Came in seventy-two million. Yeah, he's mine. That's my next one. Rated as like this, you know, world future world superstar. And I think he had one good game against United, and that was about it. He was absolutely yeah, he shocking. was my next one. Absolutely shocking. So there we are. We agree on that one. Um, number six. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty. Um, Romelu Lukaku into Milan to Chelsea for ninety-seven and a half million pounds. Three weeks into being back, said did an interview. And said, I hate this club and I don't want to be back. Was overweight, unfit, bad attitude, 100 million. And they're still paying his wages now while he's in wherever he is, Italy. Absolutely unreal. So that's yeah. my number seven. Yeah, mine was Mario Baratelli. No, 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 no. Actually, it wasn't. It was Andy, sorry, and Mario Telly's next. Andy Carroll to Liverpool for £35 million. Shout that is shout. I've got another Liverpool one there, but that is an absolute shout that one made Andy Carroll. Um, just never, he's never a Liverpool standard player, is he? Like, he's never like top, top level. So, um, yeah, that's a good shout, mate. Um, well, we're on number six, isn't it? Number six or number five? Number, number five, six. number five. Um, There's a couple there. It's another another Chelsea one. Um, <coughs> Wesley Fofana from Leicester to uh, Chelsea for 75 million. I think he's played like a handful of games. I know he's had injuries and stuff, but yeah, you can't have it at all. Mate. Like, really poor. That's my number five. Uh, who's your number five, did you say? I can't remember who you just said, no. Who did I say? Um, not Andy Carroll. You said something else before it, and I can't remember. Mario Balotelli. Oh yeah, yeah. Talk me through that one, then, mate, because I would argue some Man City fans will probably argue. No, 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 no. To Liverpool. Was he on loan for Liverpool? Yeah, not sure. I think he went on loan. Did he? I know he played for Liverpool because I know Stephen Gerrard talked about him. Stephen talked about it last week in an interview with Jamie Carragher, an old one. Did he? Am I just drawing a blank there? He played for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, well, he did play for Liverpool. You're right. Was it alone? Was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't tell all right, forget that one then. Ben Seke for Liverpool. Yeah, that was poor one as well. No, he did. He signed for Liverpool, mate. He was there for two seasons. Only played 16 games. Scored there one you, goal. There you go. Liverpool. That's a shout, mate. That is. Absolutely. Why the fuck? Why the hell would you buy him? Yeah, he's a, he's a proper nightmare. Like into listen, go play on his day, but really, do you really want to put with all that crap? Yeah, he's just like a constant headache, isn't he? Yeah. Um, okay. So number four. Now we're getting really into like the the real the real ones. Um, so I thought about having Veron in there, um, but I decided I thought he did enough at United. Uh, he did. 
he was pretty terrible at Chelsea, but I've had a few Chelsea sign-ins in my list already. Um, did, win a, did win a couple of leagues, were on, so no, not yeah. Don't forget that. Um, I had Bebe was one which I considered as well to United. Um, but ultimately, I settled on um, Ricky Alvarez, who signed from Inter Milan to Sunderland. Um, was quite a big name in, in at the time. Um, he initially signed on loan for him for a 900 grand fee and did a didn't do a great deal um and then had it but he had like a clause obligating him to buy it they spent big money on him he played 13 games um got injured never really played again was absolutely stunk the place up basically uh who's your number four Uh, I'm going to go Casemiro. Wow. Just for the for the money and the age, I think just think it was a panic buy. Um. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not going to be here long. He's not going to. Yeah. So okay. you'd think he'd be more experienced. So, yeah, I'm going to go Casemiro. Interesting. That's really interesting. And we've got to start throwing some United players in here. So. Yeah, I've got a couple of United players coming now in the top three. Uh, number three, Harry Maguire for £80 million. Yeah. They could have signed him. Oh, about him, but then the two, first two years, he 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 did he, he played well. And then all that stuff happened in Greece. And then from that, he just went downhill and never, yeah. never recovered. And then last... Four, four or five months, he's, he's played pretty well and he's come back in. So, uh, but the price, uh, yeah, yeah, that would Never. be my that, that would be up there with me as well in the top three. So, I'm gonna go that was three as well. So, I'm gonna he's, agree with that. Never a United player, never a United captain, never worth 80 million. And they just got their pants pulled down in all facets of mm. getting your pants pulled down. So, number two, um. Gonna pull one out from the, the history books now made for you. This one was between for me, it was between Dennis Wise and uh Adrian Mutu. But I went with Adrian Mutu, uh who signed for Chelsea for big money back in 2003, um, stunk the place up and then got banned for being bang into his coke. And can yeah, just a, just an absolute shambles. This may as well be a Chelsea list, mate. It's absolutely shocking the amount of money they've wasted. But yeah, Mutu was right up there for me. Absolute joke of a signing. Well, this one's a Chelsea one as well. These next two are Chelsea, in fact. Cucurello. Oh, from uh, from Wigan. From Brighton. Uh, yeah, sorry, Brighton. Do you think he's gonna come good? No. Okay. No. Um. So is it Harry Maguire, Mutu, and then my number one is Alexis Sanchez from Arsenal to Manchester United. In my opinion, is the worst possible signing 
Like, I don't know what went on behind the scenes, but it was absolutely shambolic. The amount of money that he was on. And we're talking, like, we're talking transfers, by the way, not, like, worst players. Because, you know, you've got people like Taibi, United. Like, if, we, if you do worst players that have been signed, and, and Bebe and people like this. But, like, in terms of the amount of money that they were paying him per week, the amount of money that like his agent got and everything and within week i think it was the story was like a week after he joined he changed his mind and he was trying to get it reduced reversed and they were still paying him when he was at inter milan years later just absolute shambles never was the same player that he was at arsenal when he came to united so as far as i'm concerned worst transfer Mud, mud, mug, what's the keys of a Chelsea? Oh, Mudric. Yeah. Yeah, mid. Yeah, he was he was very, very uh, highly considered for my top ten. Just doesn't look like a. It just doesn't to be fair, if I'm going to be fair, then he's 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 on par with Anthony because people were screaming, "What about Anthony? What about Anthony?" Yeah, fair. he's young. Either one of them, either one of them could be number one because of the price tag. That's all. They were about yeah. 20, 30 million pounds. We go, I'll give them a chance because it's 90 million pounds. We're like, yeah, you know what's going on? Yeah, that's yeah. And that's like if United had signed Harry Maguire for 15 million, he's not on my list. Mm. But they didn't. It was 80 million, and we're talking transfers. So I agree with you. And with Mudrich, I got to say, like, there was this big thing, wasn't it, between Arsenal and Chelsea? He went, he went to have a look at Arsenal. And it was like this big sort of hullabaloo, like, oh, Chelsea have beaten them to Mudrich. And, and he has just stumped the place up time and time again. But I agree with you. There must be something there that all these clubs were after him. And he's young. So there's an opportunity for him to go. And the problem is, though, that young getting. I just think if I got, if I, when I was 21, 22, if I was getting three hundred grand a week, two hundred fifty grand a week, what? Oh, <laughs> fucking! I'd be, yeah. I'd be, I'd, yeah, I'd be causing a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Only because you have football, like uh, I should be anyway. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things. There's a lot of things that come with that. So maybe you know, it, it, the maturity, they, they kind of settle down. There's a lot of shit that's gone on in different countries, and also need to get settled that might take time mm. we always we don't put this into perspective or, or think about it so um so just hopefully you know they, they do come good because it's a lot of money but and they've got a lot of potential they've both got speed so uh, yeah it's a massive asset isn't it that that pace and skill do you know yeah. what um, yesterday i recorded a, a podcast with roger gibbons former Cardiff city captain who played started off at spurs and Played for Norwich, and after his career was over, he one of his jobs was to oversee uh, apprenticeships of YTS programs across a whole host of clubs. And then um, I asked him the question because they were talking about different things that clubs implement when they, you know, they look at signing a young player, particularly if they bring boys from a different area. Like he said, there was he used an example. There was they. Um, Yeovil signed three lads from QPR who were like 16, 17. On the football pitch, they were like unbelievable. But he said off the pitch, that Yeovil hadn't done their 
due diligence and they were involved in gangs and stuff like that. And he said, when it came to training and doing the education and stuff, which you do as part of an apprenticeship and the academy, they just wouldn't, they were uncontrollable, like, you know? And um, I do wonder, like, for these young players, if you're 20 and you're getting all this money and you've had the same mates from when you were like 16, 17, they're all going out on a piss and doing all this stuff that you shouldn't be doing. And you've got all that money, so you're paying for your mates. No, it's more easy when you, you, you're from, it's from, imagine being in a different country. Yeah. You haven't got a lot of people to do. You need to find things to, there's a lot of things you can do with that money and get yourself into mischief. And so it's different. It's different when you've got your family, your friends, you've got, you've, you've got there. So you, you think you'd have some good people around you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're going to have bad people around you as well, and you're going to attract bad people. But if you're in a different country, you know, it's different language. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard, mate, isn't it? It's a lot harder, yeah. So, Do you know what I think? Don't put things in perspective sometimes. Yeah. No, he's lived in a different country before. He's lived in Amsterdam, but, but he's probably about to settle there. And, but, you know, no. Who knows? The media, mate. The media in the UK is a whole different level to anywhere else in the world, I reckon. Mm. Like, you know, if Anthony, say, or goes out in Manchester, he's just going to get mithered all the time. Like, just people, if it's fans asking for photos or if it's the media just following him, there's no rest from it. Yeah. And I just think, it's got to be so difficult as a young young player. And like, if I admit, if I was getting like two, three hundred grand a week, and I was young like that, like I just remember, like I'd have been paying for my mates to come, you know, I'd be paying for my mates to do everything, and we'd be doing whatever. And like, if I was going to, you know, if I was moving to England from Russia, say or whatever, I'd probably take a couple of them with me, like you know, yeah have them hold up with me in the house or buy rent my house or like whatever because they got so much money they don't want to do with it so yeah. why wouldn't you bring your mates with you and then if your mates are not working because they you're paying for everything what are they going to do they're just going to sit around drinking whatever and you're getting bad habits and i'm like it's, sometimes i think we don't think about that that side of things for young young players particularly but, mate, I mean, you've openly spoken about, like, some of the stuff which you got up to when you were younger, which kind of derail- derailed your football career and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, if you had added, say you had come through, uh, a diff- like, one of the academies and you'd ended up in the first-team squad, like they do now, so you're just training with the first-team squad and you're getting 10 grand a week or something. Like, could you imagine the mischief you'd have got up to? Oh yeah, it'd been, been, been chaos, mate. It'd been chaos, absolute chaos. But um, right, mate. Um, give me a prediction for um, Cardiff City versus Bristol tomorrow lunchtime. Where's it at? At Bristol. Um, at Bristol. Two one, the Bluebirds. Go that. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, I'll go two one Cardiff City as well. Ruben Corwell screamer. Um, 
some good UFC on this week, mate. Makayev's fighting. Yeah, no, I've seen that fight, that now. Yeah, you've done talk sport yesterday. Uh, yeah, good. Just uh, yeah, it's going to be a. Just looking forward. Well, I'm not looking forward to just see what happens Sunday, like that. Yeah, through <laughs> through the fingers, mate. It's going to be brutal. But, uh, just, no, looking, no. Forward, looking forward to stretching my leading super sick, stretching my leading fantasy football, and stretching on and, and just showing who the men is and who the boys are. Nah, it's all good, my friend. All good. Mate, um, we'll do a different top 10 list next week, mate. We'll do them each week. We'll come up with a different subject. And then whether it's top 10 goals in the Premier League or, you know, just something, just to have a discussion towards the end of yeah, the Yeah, no, give me some more notice instead of like, you know, morning off. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you know earlier in the week. Like, you know, I, I, I like it work with, no. Well, what you mean like yesterday when you told me you couldn't do the show like five to eight, you know? Yeah. Ah, 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 Tuesday. <laughs> you got told about that, remember? If you forget, remember. Yeah, Tuesday. Know, oh, I didn't, I didn't, that's Tuesday. Don't listen to me. Voice notes. You just thought it was doing me heckling you. I did, yeah. I thought it was you just giving me shit about the Super Six. No, no, information saying I can't make Thursday and do Friday because I'm I'm coming out of retirement and getting in the soccer league five aside. How was it? Not, not played for two years. I don't know how many goals I got. I just lost count. But we won. Easy win. Easy win. Legs sore? Yeah, the groin's a bit. Yeah. A bit pulley. Yeah. Well, we are like a bit of redox bath now it'll be sweet nice right as always mate a pleasure take it easy in a bit sports social podcast network